Today's episode of Locked on Lightning is brought to you by Omaha Steaks. The holidays are around the corner and finding the perfect gift is tricky. Omaha Steaks makes it easier to send friends and family an unforgettable gift guaranteed to be loved. Go to omahasteaks.com and enter NHL into the search bar to order the perfect gift package. On today's episode of Locked On Lightning, we preview tonight's game against the Montreal Canadiens. Tampa Bay Lightning go into Montreal for the first time since Game 4 of last year's Stanley Cup Final. We'll discuss where the two teams, what they've been going up to. Obviously, we all know what the Lightning have been doing thus far this season, but we'll dive deeper into this Canadiens roster, the the very bad season that they are having thus far. We'll get into all that and more on today's episode. But first, let's play that music. Lightning part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Tanker. What's up, everybody? Hope everybody's having a good day. Happy Tuesday. On today's episode of Locked On Lightning, we'll be discussing tonight's game between the Tampa Bay Lightning and the Montreal Canadiens. The first time the Lightning will be facing off against the Montreal Canadiens since game four of the 2021 Stanley Cup final. We'll be discussing all that and more as well as just, you know, just a very strange season, a very disappointing season um, from the Montreal Canadiens. Really thought they were going to take that next step this year, but obviously that is not the case. Kind of a little bit of a transition up there in Montreal. We'll discuss that in just a little bit. But first, I want to thank all of you for making Locked on Lightning your first listen of the day. And go ahead, please like and subscribe to this podcast. Follow us wherever podcasts are distributed. That means Google, uh, iTunes, Spotify, wherever there are podcasts being dropped, we are there. So go ahead and like and subscribe. Turn on the notifications if you listen to us on the app and go ahead and leave us a five-star review and a good review. If you want to give us a bad review, go send it to the DMs of the show. LO underscore lightning on Twitter as well as locked on underscore lightning on Instagram. And give me a follow at Danky Dank D-E-N-K-Y-D-A-N-K on Twitter. Love hearing from all of you and continue to bring that energy as all of you have for the first time all of you have been doing since the inception of the show so and if you've been listening if you're a first time listener well what's up (laughs) uh so yeah let's jump right into it uh the lightning are really in a good place right now uh they've been playing fantastic hockey this is the first time where really all season if you've been listening to us all season or if you're just joining us right now for the first time i'll just kind of recap the lightning have been really just the jekyll and high team all season long uh they they it's just been a very strange season for them and it seems like they've just been and i've been stressing this a lot lightning are still as well as the other 31 teams in the nhl for the most part are still trying to find their identity and the clock is ticking on that because really what it comes down to is that once you get into the late later stages of december and then new year is right there really what you see is what you get out of this team and that's every hockey team. You know, there there are a few exceptions over the course of the year. Maybe a top player is really, you know, hasn't been in the lineup and has been injured. Uh, you know, you could take a team like Vegas, who has really kind of just 
been underperforming all season long. They've had a ton of injuries and really now they're starting to get more of their top players back as well as Jack Eichel could be joining them probably after the Olympics. So then again, you have no idea what kind of performance he's going to bring onto the ice. But as for the Lightning, since we're keeping it relevant, I would say all things considered, you know, can we any 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 person that has followed this team over the last couple seasons knows that the Lightning have had no shortages of injuries surrounding them. So really what it's come down to is that this team has really had to go out there and perform consistently without their stars, most notably a couple of years ago, Steven Stamkos, uh, during most of the regular season, as well as in the playoffs. And then last season, it was Kucherov. Uh, and then this year, again, it's Kucherov and and now Brandon Point. And, and you have a, you know, a couple of players mixed out of here and there. Eric Chernak has missed some time as well as Jamel Smith, who doesn't, you know, he he's a good role player, a good supporting player that you'll see in the later lines. But really those three players that I have really, I, I've, I've mentioned are really the, the top guys that you don't want to see out of your lineup. So really thus far, you know, really just the kind of, look at the season as a whole and the reason why I'm kind of doing a summary right now of the season is because like I stated at the top of the show the Lightning and the Montreal Canadiens haven't really they they haven't faced each other since game four well actually game five of the Stanley Cup final the Lightning have not been in in Montreal since game four so it, it really you know really brings things into perspective since you're facing a team that you haven't faced since the Stanley Cup Finals. So really, all things considered with all the injuries and and just really the inconsistent play that finally you're starting to see more consistency from this team. I think the Lightning are in a good spot. I, I think that this is the best we have seen them play throughout the entire season. Now, having said that, obviously things could be better. I think that you know where the Lightning are right now, I mean, you couldn't have asked for anything better. I mean, you can, but given the circumstances, I'm not going to sit here and rip them. I think that these last three wins have really shown the the, the grittiness and and really just the the effort that we have seen. Yes, there are certain times throughout those wins where maybe the energy wasn't there with this team, and and that's really the situations where you got to look at and and. and really reason with yourself and be rational and say, well, you know, if 86 was on the ice during this time or 21 was on the ice during this time, then yes, maybe things would have been different. The offense would have been performing a lot differently. But overall, I I think that really the thing, what it's come down to, and, and this is even with Kucherov and point in the lineup, we've seen this, the, the lightning have really, They've, they've played a lot of extra minutes this year. And obviously in the long run with this being the first full season that the Lightning have played in in a very long time, as well as, you know, you throw in those two deep playoff runs that they've had over the last couple of seasons. My worry, especially with the Olympics being this year, is that this team could burn out at some point. And then, you know, because obviously the rationale surrounding the team this year, which is 
I would say very reasonable is let's just get in. Let's not shoot for first place, which, by the way, I still think that this team, once you get everybody back, I think this team has a shot at first place. Uh, Toronto and Florida really do not scare me in the slightest in terms of running away with the division. It was announced this morning, I believe, that Mitch Marner will be out for some significant time. So that could potentially hinder the play that the Maple Leafs have had over the last couple of weeks. And I just feel like Florida is starting to cool down. You know, they're only three points ahead of the Lightning. And both these teams have played the same amount of games. But like I was alluding to just now, what I've said on numerous episodes over the last pretty much the entire month of November and, and as well as the last seven days of December is that really that this team, what it comes down to is they need to win games in regulation. I was joking with someone the other day that it we seem to be making – a bigger deal on the show than we should. It almost seems as if winning in regulation is a luxury these days. Um, it, it seems a lot more special than what it really should be and that we should really maybe make uh, shirts that say hashtag wins in regulation because it hasn't really been happening as much as one would expect over the pat over the past couple of weeks which like i said these are extra minutes that this team is playing and this roster has already been depleted up and down you know you've had guys moving on and off the bench all season long and that could be difficult especially for a team like this who it, it takes a while for the lightning to get things going whether it be in a game or just you know after they lose a game it, it, it might take a game or two for them to get back in top form to steal a soccer uh term right there. So I'll talk about all of that as well as, you know, just the Montreal Canadiens and what to expect from tonight's game in just a little bit. But first, I want to talk about a couple of today's sponsors, first of which is one of my new favorites. It's Omaha Steaks. What is a holiday memory without great food? Well, guess what? You know, one of some of my greatest memories from the holidays are great food. And this holiday season, I choose to include... Omaha Steaks because they have the best pieces of meat that you have ever tasted in your entire life. With the holidays around the corner and finding the perfect gift is tricky. Omaha Steaks make it easy to send friends and family an unforgettable gift guaranteed to be loved. Go to omahasteaks.com and enter NHL into the search bar to order the perfect gift package. For $99.99, you'll get 24 entrees like the world-famous bacon-wrapped filet mignons, chicken breasts, side desserts, and so much more. When you use the code NHL, you also get an additional Additional eight Omaha steak burgers free with your order. We've all heard of the, all the reports of the shortages and shipping delays, so don't wait. Order the perfect gift package today at omahasteaks.com and you'll get a free, free eight burgers when entering the code NHL. Achieve gifting greatness with Omaha steaks. Incredible flavor, incredible value, and 100% guaranteed. Go to omahasteaks.com, use that keyword NHL. And let's talk about another one of today's sponsors, and that is Boost Mobile. You listen to podcasts for the power of knowledge, so why not switch to Boost Mobile for the power of saving money? Because with Boost, you get the power of a free 5G phone, so you can listen to all the latest episodes of Locked on Lightning, as well as all your other favorite episodes of, of other podcasts. The power of three unlimited data lines for only 30 bucks a month per line, so your family can harness all that brain power, too. And the power of one of America's largest 5G networks, so you could do it all at the speed 
of 5G. With all that money you'll save and all that knowledge you'll gain, just how powerful you could come. I think like Thanos level powerful. Switch to Boost Mobile and find out. Get a free Samsung Galaxy A32 5G when you switch to one of America's largest 5G networks. More power to save Boost Mobile. Free free phone limited to new customers and one per line. Additional restrictions apply. Offers and coverage not available everywhere for all phones or networks. See boostmobile.com for details. All right. So getting back to what we were talking about before, just kind of summarizing the season as a whole. And why am I why am I summarizing the the lightning season? You may ask, you know, it's December 7th. We still have a ton of games to go because like I said at the stop top of the show, the lightning are facing a team that they've last time they faced them was a Stanley Cup final. And having not see a team since then and and what this team has accomplished, especially over the last couple of seasons, kind of have to take a step back at certain times in the season kind of just throw to get things in perspective because I would have to say I'm, I'm pretty guilty of this and, and and maybe that's just the way I approach things but sometimes I forget with how the Lightning have played in certain situations this year how they approach certain things and just you know everything that that is snowballed into that I forget what where the road that this team has traveled on over the last couple of seasons you know where at some times during the season, and especially when I analyze a game and I recap a game and I discuss maybe certain moments in over the course of a season, it might seem like, oh, this team is on the brink of, you know, a rebuild, blowing it up. No. The reason why I say that is because this team is the two-time defending Stanley Cup champions. And even with their star players out, such as Braden Point, such as Nikita Kucherov, and and sometimes thus far this year, not at all, so fingers crossed, Steven Stamkos last season, we have seen this team flourish without their stars. We've seen this team play very well without their stars, even if it doesn't always result in a W. We have seen them still compete enough to where they're still in the game. So when we see certain situations such as what happened in St. Louis last week, what happened against the Devils a couple a week before. It's a little concerning. It, it's a little concerning and it's something to where you also have to play both sides of that argument because a this team is very talented so there's no reasoning as to why this should happen but b because look look what they have been doing they've won two cups in the span of two months now they're basically tasked with going for a three-peat first 82 game season in two years and then you also have an olympics thrown into that where we know a a good number of players from this team will be in the Olympics this year. It's tough. It's tough. And that's why we don't see many teams repeat. We don't see, we haven't seen a team since the eighties, the repeat. So very understandably. So now on the other side of that, the team that they will be facing tonight has not had a good go of it thus far this season. That is the Montreal Canadians as it stands. They are in, I, I wouldn't say dead last. I would say dead last because of their points percentage. But through 26 games, they are 6, 17, and 3. 
And boy, the expectations for this team were just incredibly high given what they have done in the playoffs over the last couple of years. Now, having said that, this team has absolutely overperformed. I, I, I think we could all agree that really the plan for this Montreal Canadiens team was just really slowly rebuild and, and try not to be a bottom dwelling team. And we haven't seen that. They, they shocked the Penguins in the bubble a couple of seasons ago, and then they go on a run that nobody would have expected after falling down 3-0 in a series against the, Mon- uh, the, the Toronto Maple Leafs. So really, I, I mean, you know, we're, we're equal parts shocked, but also equal parts not surprised because of what's been going on. I mean, you look at this roster and, and they have a good team. They have a good team. So really, when you ask yourself, what is the issue? Because, you know, I, I'm going to list out the lines for all of you. And this is, these are the lines that we will be seeing tonight against the uh, in, up up in Montreal. So we got Druin, Suzuki, and Hoffman on the first line. Lenkinen, Dvorak, and Evans. And then Peralt, Poling, Caulfield on the third. And then Pizzetta, Parquet, and Armia. On the fourth, and then the defensive pairings go as Sharat, Savard, Romanov, Weidman, Kulak, and Kloig. And in net, we will probably see, I would have to guess, probably Allen tonight. Uh, he's had a pretty good, decent season. Uh, I'm sure everybody was shocked. And when we were looking at the schedule, I think we all would have thought price, but obviously we all know what's going on with Carey Price. And if you haven't, if you don't know, Carey Price has been dealing with some mental and emotional issues that he, I'm not going to go too in depth with it because I, I quite honestly haven't really read too much into it myself. Uh, but really from what I've gathered and from what I've read, it seems like he, he has some demons that he's need to taking care of and kind of push to the side for the sake of, you know, playing at the level of what he's tried to play at in, in the game of hockey. And, and unfortunately, you know, now is the time where he's need to step away. But there was a video that surfaced a couple of weeks ago that he was on the ice kind of skating around, not in goalie pass, just skating around, just doing regular hockey things. So it seems like he's making uh, progress and hopefully we see him uh, in net or at least sort of trying to make a comeback by the end of the season. I don't know. We'll just have to wait and see on that. But going back to this Canadians team, I mean, they've just been in total disarray with just Mark Bergeron being fired and and just, you know, a whole everybody getting rid of getting rid of uh, there as well as, you know, Gortan coming in and becoming the president of operations. Uh, Cole Caulfield, who we all know and what we saw really last season had his breakout year and we thought he was going to take a step this year, got sent down at some point and now he's back up at the NHL level. But really, when you look at this roster uh, and, and kind of focusing on Caulfield because, you know, he, he's very young, but yet very talented. 18 games played, one goal and six points with a plus minus of minus eight. Now, I don't know if you want to look at that plus minus and really read too much into it, but I wouldn't. But when we look at this Canadians team, really the bulk of their production is to Foley, Suzuki, Anderson, Dvorak, 
where they got this past offseason in a trade and Lincoln. And this team is also, you know, you also they're they're also on the same side when you look at it as with what's been going on with the Lightning. Now they're also they're they're missing players due to injury, but they're also you know, dealing with COVID, which thankfully the Lightning have not had to deal with. So let me just read off the the eight injuries, quote unquote, because two of them are COVID related. So Josh Anderson expected to miss two to four weeks. Paul Byron, three months. Uh, Joel Edmondson, undisclosed, they said. Um, so far, nothing right now. Uh, <laughs> that's hockey for you. Brennan Gallagher, who we are all familiar with in COVID protocol. Sam Niku, COVID protocol. Carrie Price, obviously we all know what's been going on with him as well as that knee uh, injury that he, he's been, I'm sure he's been dealing with. Tyler Toffoli, um, he's going to be missing a couple of weeks. Actually, it was announced yesterday, so we will not be see- seeing Toffoli tonight. And then, of course, Shea Weber, their captain, who it was stated in the offseason that he he had, a, I believe it was his knee that was um, torn up. But it's most likely that he's probably going to retire, unfortunately, which is what a crappy way to end your career. So really, for the most part, this this Canadian team is depleted and they haven't really had anyone like the Lightning to step up and kind of just be the leader out there, take control. And that's difficult for a team like this who has a lot of young players, but also has a lot of leaders and unfortunately is in a situation where those leaders are the ones that are missing significant time. So really, when we look at this game tonight, I think that this will just be really not just a battle of talent, but it it will come down to a battle of experience because, you know, really the only leader that comes to mind that was on this team last year that really made a significant difference other than the ones that I've already stated was Corey Perry. But now he's wearing a Tampa Bay Lightning sweater. So obviously uh, that that is something that unfortunately will not uh, be in the the Canadians favor. But that will be an interesting uh, situation to see how Corey plays against his uh, former team and by the way, if you haven't listened to that interview that we had with Corey in the offseason, please go ahead and listen to that. What a great episode. What a great guy. Just in general, got to talk with him before and after off the mic just about everything and anything. And yeah, the chillest guy. So uh, no wonder a lot of players around the league love Corey Perry. So, yeah, like I said, this this game is not going to so much come down to talent. It's going to be really the, the the really the deciding factor, I believe. Now, I fully expect the Lightning to to have somewhat of a identical performance tonight as what we saw in their previous game against the Flyers. And we're, we're this game is going to come down to experience. How are the the Montreal Canadiens going to be able to deal? with this lightning team who was on a three game winning streak, who has absolutely been playing probably the best hockey we've seen them play all season long. It's going to come down to how are they going to be able to handle high pressure situations, especially in front of the net, along the boards, in their own zone, on the power play. I mean, on the PK. Now, obviously the lightning don't exactly draw a lot of penalties, but with a young team like this, uh, I wouldn't be surprised. So, 
well, that's definitely a factor today that I would really, or tonight exactly, that I would really look look at and and see where this team, how are they going to be able to to handle this? Now, it, I say this team's young, but really the average age on this team is 28. So they're a little older than the league average, which is about 27. But if you look at this team, really – you have a lot of guys that have been in the league, but not for so long. But so if we're looking at this team right now and, and we'll take a quick break in just a little bit, the players that I'm interested to see play just because I'm going off of what I saw in the final last season. And I think that these players are very talented and that, you know, with the proper leadership and guidance, whether it be on the ice or behind the bench, guys like, Alexander Romanov, who I was very high on in the playoffs last year. I thought he played fantastic. He was really a pain in the butt for this Lightning team to deal with, uh, even though maybe he didn't put up a lot of points or or you, you just really saw his play around the ice and, and how difficult it was whenever he was around. And, of course, obviously the other players that you're going to keep out for are Nick Suzuki, who is a very talented player, as well as Arturi Lankinen. So those three players – Obviously paired up with former Lightning uh, defenseman David Savard and Cedric Paquette, who we get to see again, you know, and, and I stated last year, it was such a shame to see Seti leave. You know, he was one of my favorite players on those lower lines to really see him and and kind of just the effect that he had on the players on this team. So we'll we'll wrap things up in just a little bit. But first, I want to talk about our last sponsor of the day, and that is betonline.ag. BetOnline has you covered all season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football season continues its march towards the playoffs. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. Head to their new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code locked on to receive your bonus from back Basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC. Right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available this 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. So don't don't wait. Go ahead and bet on that lightning game tonight because you know I haven't looked at the odds, but if I had to guess, probably the over under for tonight's game is probably going to be I want to say four. So definitely bet the over. Always bet the over. That is the number one rule of betting. So once again, go to betonline.com. Use that promo code locked on and you'll get your you'll receive your bonus, which is a 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, where the game starts. And wrapping things up on today's episode. Yes, like I stated, really. And, and we should keep this in mind throughout the game because really I expect the Lightning to jump on the Canadians relatively quickly. Um, obviously, we'll have Vasilevsky in net tonight after getting the day off against the Flyers, really. Uh, and I forgot to mention on the last episode that, you know, what a very good performance by Brian Elliott for the most part. You know, I've, I've, I've kind of killed him all season long, but... I feel like a couple years ago, we, we got very, very spoiled with Curtis McElhenney in net. So 
and, and I was very high. I was I was probably more excited than I ever should have been for a backup goalie being signed. I I think that really the Brian Elliott signing was the best, and and I think that you know as the season progresses, you're going to start to see him settle in as you did in this game against the Flyers. So tonight's lines are Palat, Stamkos, and Joseph. Love it. Love to see Joseph. Uh, give him as much playing time as possible, especially at the top lines, because like I said, he he is a wild card. And I mean that in the best way in terms of just he can turn the game on its head in just with one play, especially on the PK. So can't wait to see what MJ7 does out there on the ice tonight. And then on the second, we got Clorence, Relly, Fortier, Kachuk, Colton, and Radish. Love that line. That that third line has been playing absolutely incredible over the last couple of weeks. And we would expect that probably Coach Cooper is going to keep his same game plan and roll out that third line to start the game. And then you got Maroon, Edward, Belmar, and Perry. And then, of course, the defensive pairings are Hedman Ruda, McDonough and Bogosian, and Sergachev and Foot. So don't forget that tonight's game is a 7 o'clock start. So make sure that you are at home or near a television when the game starts. And yeah, I expect a, a very convincing and somewhat dominating win tonight up in Montreal right before the Lightning collide with the Maple Leafs on Thursday. Definitely a good warm-up game. Just keep keep things moving. Keep the train going. That's really all they could do. So definitely check that out. And once again, like and subscribe to this podcast. Follow us wherever podcasts are distributed. Give us a follow on our social media page at LO underscore Lightning on Twitter, as well as Locked On underscore Lightning on Instagram. And be sure to tune in to tomorrow's episode as we recap tonight's hopeful and potential win. So in the meantime, that's been it for t- today's episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Zanker. I'll talk to you in the next one.